Welcome to Pearl Diving, a Knitter's Pillowcast. Come on in, the water's fine. Episode 4, Nothing But Flowers Lately, I find myself obsessed with things that are frilly, flowery. I've been trying to understand the source of this obsession. Is it in response to the increasingly worrying news stories I occasionally hear? I, I try not to turn on the TV news. Either I find my blood pressure rising, or I find myself in tears at some unspeakably sad story. Or is it because autumn is here? The leaves are changing color, and as I sit by the window in my chair to knit, I can hear them falling to the ground, a kind of crispy, whirling sound followed by a slight crunch as they hit other leaves already sacrificed by the tree. My garden is dying. Where once there were flowers, now there are shriveled brown stems. It's time to trim things back to put away the gardening tools, and to dig out the snow shovel from the back of the garage. Not time yet to put it by the side of the door, although I heard on the weather report this morning that snow flurries are actually a possibility today. It's only the middle of October. How can there already be snow? And where did summer go, anyway? It seems like just yesterday that I was peeling off layers of clothing and enjoying the tulips bursting up out of the soil and surprising me that they could still be buried one minute and up and open the next without my having seen it happen. Summer's flowers move more slowly, I find. The gentle poppies, for example, that I plunk around the front garden beds that push forth leaves and then buds in a steady, ordered way that open one by one by one and die and are reborn. This autumn, I should note, has held surprises for me. The poppies and anemones, along with the raspberry canes, are blooming again, offering me up a small consolation prize before winter truly sets in. Cynically, I wonder if my longing for flowers results from my worry about what is happening to our planet. Another day, another ecological disaster admonitions that there are things that can be done here, now, and yet, no one with the will to do it, it seems. And as things fell apart, nobody paid much attention. So sang the talking heads in 1988. 1988. That song, Nothing But Flowers, was about a post-apocalyptic world, a world in which cars and factories and shopping malls, and presumably yarn shops, all of it disappeared, and in its place, nothing but flowers. As an aside, I take a small yet shameful comfort in David Byrne's singing, I dream of cherry pies. Yes, me too, alas. I am truly a weak eco-warrior. Or am I missing my home in France? I still do, perhaps not so often as I did when we moved back to Canada almost three years ago now. But I miss my apartment, and the courtyard it backed onto, with the wall of roses and wisteria, and the vine that crawled limply up the wall of the Polish consulate, 
looking rather pathetic most of the year, but turning into a blaze of red and orange in the autumn. The one thing I missed about Canada was that blaze of colors. And I miss the geraniums hung under windows and off balconies, including my own, and most of all, my blessed lemon tree, which bloomed with deliciously perfumed blossoms despite my complete ignorance of how to care for it. I bought it on a whim. The clerk at the nursery seemed a bit perplexed by my utter joy to discover that I could have a lemon tree on my balcony as I tried to explain to him the concept of minus 35 degree temperatures and snow, lots of it. But whatever it is, whatever is causing it, I find myself sitting in my chair and thumbing through Nicky Epstein's latest tome, Knitted Flowers. Here is a thing you should know. I am a process knitter for the most part. If I knit something, it's quite often just for the experience of doing it. The exception to this is the very practical task of sock knitting, and that is a topic I'll come back to in a future episode as I have some thoughts on the subject. But I digress. So being a practical, process-minded knitter, I find myself astounded that I can be tempted by something so whimsical, so frivolous, as knitted flowers. Nikki Epstein's book is full of flowers, mostly knitted, some crocheted. There are yellow buttercups that remind me of my childhood when we used to hold them under our chins to determine if we loved butter. I can confirm that I did, and I still do. There are ruffled roses, American Beauty roses, and fat yellow cabbage roses. There are tiny florae, pico flowers that resemble colorful snowflakes, a thistle with a fat blue center. And all that doesn't even begin to take into account the flowers made with beads. The wallflowers, delicate blue petals made from laceweight mohair and silk, with a single pearl bead for the center, a felted trumpet flower with beaded stamen, and there is a glorious felted sunflower, and pop-art daisies that recall my childhood in the 60s when we put those brightly colored flowers on everything. There is nothing but flowers. Is this paradise? I doubt it. But instead of falling in love with a beautiful highway, I am, at least, falling in love with flowers. Information and links can be found in the show notes at www.pearldiving.com. That's P-U-R-L, diving. To close today's episode, here's magnitude artist Anup with a piece of music entitled Romance with Nature.